0: Oh dude,
1: cool. My right there. I saw you had
0: some. I was like, "Hey, I'm drinking Pepsi this week." I, go, I, I like coke. Yeah. Oh dude. Week. Okay, we're done with this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. I like a both
1: coke. I think it's better, but I like them both.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, that uh, film noobs. Thank you for for coming this week. That was our conversation with Joey. We're yeah, <laughs> done. <laughs> but um, <I> <laughs> so in all reality. Um, if you're listening to this or or watching this, actually, this will go on Monday, a little after uh, Veterans Day. So, Happy Veterans Day for everybody that's out there, uh, which Joey happens to be one. Um, you too. So, you too. Thank you. Um, again, it's. I know it's been a minute, and I'll catch up later on. Um, so, because we're not really here to talk about me, we're here to talk to Joey. Now, Joey, uh, I've known him for what about three years, maybe. Three, three, yeah, three and a half, four years, probably three years. Uh, We met um, right after I left Art Institute, Um, but he is a fellow filmmaker, now producer, um, creator, and we'll get to that. Um, But yeah, man, Joey, thank you for coming to Film Noobs, bro. Hey, thanks for having me. Thanks for having me out here. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, I'm
1: retired Air Force.
0: It's okay, Uh, it's perfect. Yeah, you
1: know. Yeah. yeah, retired Air Force. Didn't know what I want to do. I saved the GI Bill. I didn't give it to my kids. I got it myself, so I used it myself. <laughs> and I was like, hey, I'll use my GI Bill for film school because I've always loved uh, movies. I've always loved that was like a big thing in my, my childhood growing up in the eighties and stuff. My parents took me to the movies like every weekend. And I just loved that. Um just these emotions, the movies would have you, you know, you'd be in the movie like, oh you know, you come out and you'd be like, oh you know you're trying to fight your dad like you know he's like get off because you see rocky movie or you see some ninja movie (laughs) so you come out all excited and that's what i want to do i want to make a movie where people just enjoy the movie and they come out kind of pumped from the movie and and even if it's a bad movie you still have fun you know i just want people to have fun in the movie you know from the movie people talk about i figure i think every movie even bad ones they all have at least one good thing in there that you can laugh about
0: yeah you know i had seen a um I don't know if it was an interview or if it was an article online that I read that how to determine a really good movie. They're like, it, it all it is is not the lighting. It's not none of that shit. It's if you can remember one good scene. Yeah. If you remember one good scene from that movie. It was a good movie. I yeah. Like, it puts it into retrospect when you're like, oh, OK, cool. Yeah, because if you can't remember shit about the movie, I, I guess it wasn't a good movie, you know?
1: Yeah, you just kind of checked out before, even while you were watching it. But yeah, if you remember stuff, like it's all kind of like, oh man, what was that one? I can't even remember. I don't remember the name of it, but there was something. I think it's Redneck Zombies from a long time ago, and it's not a great movie, but it's not a horrible movie. But the funniest part for me is like, there's a guy pretending like he's a zombie, and um, but the zombies are really stinky, and he's trying to spray um, like Reichardt, you know, spray on them so they don't smell as bad. You know <laughs> and it, it's kind of like almost like like what was that one the attack of the killer tomatoes and like that one yeah. guy dressed as you know, ask for ketchup like the zombies catch him spraying you know deodorant on then <laughs> they get him.
0: Nice, nice. So now you said you went to film school. Um let's talk a little yeah. bit about that because I, I had asked you previously, but so we're good to go on this. Yeah, you went to Art Institute. Well, we actually yeah. booked it. Um, I left a little, Yeah, I left a little bit earlier than you did. Well, you graduated from there. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Okay, so let's talk about that. How was your experience and how do you feel with everything that's happened, whatever, that having gone to Art Institute has molded you as a filmmaker?
1: I, I don't know. I felt like it was one of those ones at the school that you, you're pretty much gonna get in you know you know i don't think they're gonna like deny you um i felt like it wasn't as um as big and diverse as i i'd hoped you know like there'd be a lot more instructors a lot more different things but it was just being around people that want to make films has really helped out you just just get into a group of like-minded people and then just like i've helped everybody with all their projects and the people helping with mine but you just kind of go and you go, oh, I want to work with that guy or I don't want to work with that other guy or just different things. It's just a fun film school. Like, you know, they say like some people don't, they don't need it. You can make, anybody can make a movie, but if you're around, you just put yourself around those people that are making films and you just learn so much from everybody else. But the, the art Institute, I felt like I, I wanted more, you know, I wanted more. I liked, I liked some of the instructors, some of them I did it. Um, and it seemed like I had like the same instructor for a lot of stuff, and I was like, "Man, I, I want I want to learn from not just one person, but multiple people." Yeah. You know. Okay. Now. Overall, I, overall, I, I didn't. Sorry. I said overall, I enjoyed the experience. You know, I made a lot of good friends. I still talk to everybody from there.
0: That is true because I mean, again, we met through through art institute, and it was a briefly. Yeah, it was a brief encounter between us two. I think we were working yeah. on a, a joint project, and yeah. and after that, we've like sporadically, you know, jumped back and forth, met each other, bumped into each other, whatever. Um, yeah. the good thing is, and and this, and I'll say it anytime over and over again, you actually started working with Brett Mauser after yeah. which he's one of the instructor, well, was one of the instructors at Art Institute. I say it was because the Art Institute of San Antonio is no longer there. Um right. But he is a prolific filmmaker. And I say yes. prolific in the best way possible. He's a mad scientist. Every time mm-hmm. I, I get on set with that motherfucker, he just he's crazy. <laughs> he's crazy yes. shit. Yes. But definitely. the stuff he puts out is, is fucking badass. And and I've loved working with him and, and watching him as he's done stuff. How's you how's your experience been? Because I know you're a producer for him.
1: Yeah, yeah. My experience has been really cool it's something he's like offered to like pretty much everybody that's there he's like hey come out and film with me if you want after we get graduated and i went and there's like he says not many people come out you know not many people come out and not many people stay around it's just something i want to do i want to make films and i figured this is i kind of treated almost like um a master and a student you know like because he's made so many films he's got so much knowledge yeah. and just like i thought you know, like if I'm not doing nothing, I'm still thinking about, you know, my cow movie just thinking, but I'm not doing like, hey, at least I could go make somebody, help somebody make their film. And I've just, I've learned a ton. I've learned a ton. I've got to do a ton. You know, we've got to go film in, in Mescal, Arizona on, um, you know, the the Outlaw Jose Wales was filmed there, Quick and the Dead. Just It's like Western hallowed ground of all these Westerns were filmed there and we got to film there. And I was like, dang, it's, it's really cool. Nice it's just it's not many it's just him and i it's just the two of us are like the main he's the director i'm basically crew i say crew too because we both do a, a lot of it yeah but i'm just amazed at some of the stuff like this this last movie the oldest posse it came out really well and there's just some scenes i'm like man that's one camera that's one camera that did all this like chopping back and forth from but you know and then we make our crazy stuff like Steel and rabbit and i'm like okay, yeah <laughs> but <that> was way, <laughs> it was way it was way cheaper uh and it was it was fun, but it was it was still it was still work It's just still um it was fun because in zero rabbit my creation the wear cow is somewhat you know is it, in there, but it gives me more like okay when I make my film with that thing, I want to change up the costume a little bit here and there you know it was just a, it was a cool test, but it was just cool to work with them and I think if anybody gets the opportunity if somebody says, hey, come out and work with me if you're not doing anything and you want to do this, go with that person and help them. I and mean, if you're not already obligated to do something else, go out, go check
0: it out. If you want to make film, go make film. Don't just think about it. Awesome. Now you, you mentioned your creation and this is why I said creator, because you created the word chicken. The word cow. <laughs> oh, word cow. I'm sorry. The word cow. Yeah, now, yeah. yeah, What, what is the word cow? Cause the word cow,
1: it was just something that, uh, you know, like, a, why Why do werewolves only attack humans? I was just figuring a were-cow, I mean, a werewolf would attack a cow as well, so you know, it was out there eating the cows, and they, they scared it away, but one cow got, like, scratched or whatever, you know, and it becomes the
0: were-cow. Nice. Because you did a short um, of the were right? Yes, yeah, Full Moon, is what it's called. Now, are you going to do the feature for link for that one? Definitely, yes. I've been, I'm going to call it, like, uh, full
1: moon the original sequel because i've made this thing like two and a half times already that's <laughs> short and so I, I but i i've just been thinking of the lore thinking of the costume and basically i just get got to get my story together you know got to get my story together and go like i watched um the legend of el chupacabra the other the other weekend somebody's film local san Antonio filmmaker had that one yeah. now, dang this is kind of similar to some of the ideas that I had but I might have to change up a little bit of things here and there you know there's a couple jokes in that movie I was like oh I have a joke almost exactly not exactly but very similar and I was like oh because that, that guy I think is around my same age group you know and and he's pulling from the 80s film so basically I'm doing different things for movies I enjoyed and kind of put them in a twist in my way and and I was like oh he did that with with a scene in that movie And I was like oh it better not be exactly like mine and it wasn't exactly like my idea but it was similar enough yeah, to where i was yeah. like oh crap okay i gotta make sure mine i was like nah screw it that was i had that idea let's like if you want to go make a zombie movie you didn't create zombies no just go make your own i mean you're just making your own you're not stealing somebody else's stuff you just you're just gonna go make something like you made a zombie movie <laughs>
0: yeah i mean yeah exactly i, I, I... There's nothing new under the, the sun when it comes to zombies. I like, literally. I think the last yeah. biggest change was, I guess, the Walking Dead series when they kind of changed some of the way um, the zombies react or whatever. But other than that, it's zombies are zombies. There's nothing original about them. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, uh, I think the, well, the one of the biggest guys, and I wanted to mention that, um, Tarantino. Yeah. Tarantino steals left and right. But it's the execu- execution, and and I mean it's not like it hasn't been done time and time and time again. You know the hateful eight or what I think, yeah, that one. You know fistful of it. It's just been redone so many times, so forth. And again, it's the execution. But I don't, I don't think having a similar joke in a film will stop you from doing anything, especially because no, yeah. of the original content uh, as as far as like the 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 workout goes. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm still gonna use that joke. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm still gonna
0: laughs> that joke. Yeah. I, I, I was gonna ask you. Oh shit! I forgot because we we're talking and we got sidetracked. Um, because I saw the this last film. Well, I've seen both of them. I saw Silver Rabbit, and I uh-huh. saw the uh, Western one. Um, the oldest Poppy? possible. Okay. But I saw Silver Rabbit on streaming because. Yeah. Brett is really notorious for for getting it out there, getting the people what they want. Their hunger, he feeds that hunger yeah. quick. Um, right, right, But with the oldest posse, y'all did a little bit different, and y'all took it back to the festivals.
1: Yeah, he took it to festivals.
0: Yeah. How 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 was that? Because I know he's not really big on it. He's he's like, let's get it done, move forward, yada yada, so forth. Because he's constantly creating stuff. He doesn't stop very long for. No.
1: Yeah, no. So he doesn't was stop very. The festival scene was, I think, he wanted to, he wanted to try to get a way to show it on the big screen, without having, um, you know, you have to like rent out the theaters and stuff like that, and everything was just so much more pricey, and he wanted his father to be able to see it because it's kind of like, like a love story for his dad, you know, but um, it's a good show, so that's how we got it. He was because we got it in Arizona, the two different places. Muskegee had another one. And then I think the Heiko one, which I didn't make because I was still tired from the week before in Arizona. Um, all yeah, went to Oklahoma? Yeah, yeah. Went to Oklahoma. Yeah, Oklahoma. Where was uh, Arizona. And then this that light one. I think you were at the, the one in
0: Heiko. Yeah, the, uh, I, that's where I saw it in Heiko. And it was yeah. really good because we had a good packed house. It was in a packed house, but it was a good like, amount of people there that were seeing it. And my mm-hmm. wife who hates Westerns, I made her sit through it. Oh, no. She's Thank like, you. I fucking hate Westerns. And I, I know Brett's work. He's he's cheesy stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I know, but let's let's see what this one's about. So when we saw it, she was like, Man, that's actually pretty good. I like this one. And I was like, yeah. I mean she doesn't talk like that. I'm over exaggerating. So I'm, I'm sorry, Jennifer, because she actually <laughs> listens to the podcast. So I apologize. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we walked out of there, man. We were really pleasantly surprised with the whole film. the the The, the cinematography was excellent, and I know he only used like uh, he was saying that y'all only used uh, two panels, pretty much to light most of it. Um, oh yeah, and then you were saying right now, uh, one one camera. Yeah, you know, one camera. Dude, whole thing. Yeah, and yeah. uh, maybe
1: the a couple drone shots I did, but uh, I would like he's riding the horse, you know. Yeah about the only one. Um but yeah the rest of the time is that Z Cam, micro four thirds Z Cam. You know? And why the, like, choose only... why forth. choose that camera? Uh that's what he's got. That's what he he's I think mostly because he already had Lumix set up for micro four thirds. Uh uh-huh. uh so if he just bought a camera that'll work with the micro four third lenses that he has. And um yeah I mean it's just that way but that camera is a pretty good camera i mean it's got a great uh it's got two like dual iso like the scene uh like the final showdown scene mm-hmm. it was was getting super dark and then he pushed it up to was it to 2500 iso or was it i can't remember it was like it's like 500 and 2500 i think okay and so he he pushed it up it it it, it, it you could shoot um basically you can shoot raw with that camera and it'll collect a lot of data. So nice. it was almost like to the human eye, it was pretty dark and then we weren't using any light to light up that scene because we were trying to finish it before the sun went down. Yeah. And he, he pumped up that ISO and it doesn't, it looks like it's still shot all at the same time. You know, it doesn't look horribly, you know how like some play goes oh, really, really bright here and it's really dark here. Yeah. Yeah. You can do a bunch of stuff. I'm kind of, I'm kind of like on the fence about that kind of stuff. I'm kind of more like I want to light the scene and have the scene lit how I want it. And then maybe do some in post, but I don't know. This allows you to run a gun a lot more because you can, you can punch, you can mess with the stuff in post a lot afterwards.
0: Okay. So you said, and this is something interesting because I know the way he shoots him versus what you explained to me, your process for making your films how do you think you've grown again from school now and in the process of 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 getting ready to shoot your your feature or your next project? How do you think you've grown and and has your your method or your process changed in the process? or you know what
1: I mean, yeah, I, I feel like I have more confidence. I definitely have more confidence than ideally with people. I definitely know you gotta have your plan, your your, your script, your structure of what's gonna happen. Because I know from making, <laughs> making my previous films, you go out there and you don't have it all down, and you don't have your talent and, and your crew on the right, all on the same page. Mm-hmm. It kind of you get all over the place. You know, with this one, like Brett has like what he wants, what he wants you to do, and he goes through with it. And then like as we've been working with him, like I worked on him on Red Days, and everything was kind of like, okay, that's good, let's go. Okay, that's good, let's go. And then we got further on, and Lady Lawman was like that first western we made. He kind of like, he's like, you know, pumped the brakes. Remember that, yeah, this is what we are talking about. He wanted to do like 12 films in one year yeah. with, with directors. This was during that Lady Lawman was into the first one. And during Lady Lawman, he kind of started to, hey, slow down. Like, I'm going to slow down and, and like, I like this is looking different. I like how this looks and let's, let's keep the, he slowed himself down. Cause you're right. He likes to just make, 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 churn stuff out, get stuff out. He's got good stories, but sometimes it doesn't, um, I don't think it comes across as well because you didn't put as much time as you could have on it. You know, it's good, but it, it, it could be better. And that's what we did with Lady Lama, and He slowed it down. Plus, I think it's a western, and nobody's really making westerns right now. Or, or actually, there are a lot more westerns on on like Netflix and stuff like that. You know? Yeah.
0: But, I don't think but, mainstream, mainstream. Ma- westerns. No, mainstream. are... yeah. But as well yeah, as mainstream. independent, yeah, independent guys, they love their westerns. I don't know why. I, I I'm not a western guy, so. Oh, I love westerns too.
1: I love I love them. Uh, it's just you know you go back. I don't know if you watch them with your dad or your grandpa. You just yeah. like, you know that kind of thing. I think is nostalgia. But this this one, the oldest one, it's just a good it's it's story. Like it's a good story all the way through, and it's got some good stuff. Like because a, a couple times I was worried about pacing. And I was like, man, but I was like, no, nah, it's not super slow. It, it's not. It doesn't. It pacing's right. Like because I've watched it about I don't know. Six, seven times now, yeah. And every time, it's like maybe one or two things I don't like that I'm like, oh, you know, like there's always that damn fly. There's always a fly on somebody's back somewhere, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was, I was like, every single one of the movies has a freaking fly in there. We got to give a fly credit because it's always on somebody, right? But um, I was like, people were, would comment on the music during that, and I was like, yeah, the music is like he's got the music right on this film. Like other films, sometimes he would have the music and it would. I would say, hey, I feel like your music is um, it's kind of like too loud, and yeah. then it drops out, and then it comes back on. And he's like, yeah, I was earlier stage, I was trying to cover up some background noise with the music, you know, whereas as now we don't have to do, like, he doesn't have to do that as much, you know, we just kind of get it. it. I feel like the music was spot on this time. It wasn't like, you know, really loud and soft so people could talk and it really loud. I felt like it was not just the, the the level, but the the musical choices, you know, you know, like that movie wasn't composed. Some guy didn't watch that movie and compose. He just picked these songs from from library. Yeah, library. I forgot who he got it from. Like, uh, like I don't know who's that film? Film? Uh, those guys that do the show on YouTube. I can't remember. Like they sell, so, right. they yeah, I think them. I think they have like a western, a western theme. Like you know, yeah, source. And that one was, it, it came out right. It came out right. I mean, it was just like the old Western.
0: Bro, I, I will say that the music for this last one was on point. I don't think you could get any better unless, like you said, you had a guy scoring, you know, the whole film. And, and if you would have not said that the film wasn't scored, because again, it's a Western and most people don't do Westerns you could have passed it off as somebody did the score for it because it was it was on point. The scenes were leading into There was this one comment at the festival where he's like, yeah, dude, you could hear a little subvert of of this during this scene and then and the follow on scene when it closes, yada, yada. And he went on on how two scenes connected because of music. I was like, dude, you're really paying attention like big time to this movie. I'm like, yeah. Man, that is that is badass. But yeah, when you do it good, people tend to be like, "Wow!" Let me nitpick everything, and that's when they start really realizing what your film is about. So I was like, "Man, yeah. that's, that's badass."
1: Well, you know, you know what Brett does with the music. He listens to that soundtrack the whole time he's making that movie, or even before when he's thinking about the story. He listens to the music that he's gonna use, yeah. And he's thinking about his shots and how he's gonna do his shots. And I'm like, that's pretty. That's pretty smart. <laughs>
0: Now y'all also did um, uh, because I was I was watching one of the episodes. Um, it was it's called Long Shot. Long uh, Shot, huh? Yeah, on YouTube. What tell us a little bit about that?
1: Oh, uh, Long Shot is kind of the that's what Serial Rabbit Seven is. Serial Rabbit Seven is just showing people, hey, you can get out there, you can make a feature film for not very much money. He put he put twenty five hundred dollars. But I think a thousand is really for insurance in case, you know, we messed up somebody's property or something mm-hmm. went down. So that was a thousand for insurance. So you made zero out of seven for fifteen hundred bucks, you know. And it's just it's just documenting the process of making that 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 show just from start to finish. Like if you see it, we've got pre-production, production, post production, and it just kind of goes through and you, you know, talking to Pretty much, like if you watch the like the first video, which is everybody there talking about, hey, I want to be like this kind of character. I want to die this way. I want to, boom, and you see that character came up on screen, you know, and, and got basically what he wanted. He kind of just kind of threw stuff together, and and like I never take very much credit for anything because like Brett, like this is like his idea and everything. My my Cal is involved. I do have some input on different things, but I always I'm never like. Like you said, you called him like a, a mad scientist. Yeah. I told him, I'm like, I'm like his Igor. I'm like, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just like slightly better looking Igor that helped him do this shit, you know, everything like that. And we create these, we create these, uh, different monsters, you know. Dude,
0: but you're like seven foot tall man. you're a pretty big <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, as far as like, I know you work with other projects. Um, yep. your projects, what are we looking at?
1: Uh with my project you're looking at a huge procrastinator that procrastinator that has finally decided I'd like I watched your film, I watched the uh the Chupacabre, uh like yeah, the Let's Chip Cabre, I watched Brett stuff. I usually to try to support everybody's look. I was like, I need to get mine out there. I need to get mine out there so these guys can can chop it down <laughs> or 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 like it, you know, either way, whatever they want to do. You know, tell me what I did wrong. <laughs> but I'm I was like, I gotta be able to have uh i want a full feature of of my own like hey it's out there you know like hey i made it finally yeah i think i am almost too like perfectionist where it's like i keep planning and honing and getting it but i don't get the job done because i'm just sitting there i want to change this i want to change that i gotta just get off the you know quit being worried about just like we did with a
0: zero rabbit just to make it just fucking it out there and make it you know well i mean you've done it what you said twice already as a short yes yes yeah so
1: i just string my story together because i i have the short story and like i said i keep i keep thinking of the lore and i was like ah man just like you said just make a good a good short film or not short film just a good story that'll keep the audience like engaged in the story like i I, it's taken me a while but i think i finally got what i want I'll, i'll have it i'll have it probably ready here before the end of the year and hopefully start filming in january because anytime you want to film somebody in costume you should film in in, in a well, it's cold because those costumes are hot, yeah. <laughs> hot inside <laughs> yeah.
0: now you you've made the, the the costume already for the the the, the wear cow yeah yeah
1: the workout has the costume but i would change it i want to change it up a little bit here and there you know more more the mask i feel like i like a lot pretty much uh like i was worried like in if you see a chill rabbit you don't really see it very often but like it's a cow mask you can get a at, at, you know spirit halloween you know i bought it a couple of years ago but then i spray painted like cloth fabric painted mine and did some stuff to it and then i had made this is about the third or fourth iteration of teeth that's in it but this last one i had i had bought like last couple of halloweens ago i bought a werewolf mask and i cut the teeth out of that werewolf mask and stuck it in there. So it has a, the teeth on the top and the bottom teeth, but there's a tongue. And I was always like, I know that tongue is there. And I was just like a stiff tongue. Yeah. And I hate it. But while watching Werecow, you don't really see it all that much. I was like, but it's just like, it's like crap, you know, or stuff, you know, about your film and you, but you know, but yeah. the audience is, you're going to know. And you're just like, you're kind of hung up on it. You're like, Oh man, I don't, I don't like that. I don't want yeah. them to see that. I was like, they're not even going to notice it. You only know because you've been staring at it forever. You know? <laughs> yeah. Now, do you, do you do your own editing or? I do. I do. So I have before, and I need to. I need to get back into it. Just watching just this last episode of uh, long shot, Brett's going there editing, and, and like, I was like, I kind of do it the way he's talking. I didn't do all of it the way he's talking, but the way to do like the dialogue shot. I was like, I do do that. I just feel like there's got to be a better way. But I mean, that's the way he's doing it. And I didn't know with that. So I did. I guess I was doing it OK. It's just need like to do it more often.
0: Yeah. And I think editing is one of those things that is like everybody has their own style of doing it. And, mm-hmm. and it, there's no right or wrong. There's just easier ways. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they're just um, there's a word in Spanish. It's called mañas. Um, I don't know how to say mañas in English. Um, Me neither. <laughs> um, it's like idiosyncrasies you uh, know, that like I I have my certain tics that I like my audio to be because well, I, I always record scratch audio with you know with boom and everything so I will always leave the scratch audio on there as a reference I, I never deleted one of my friends she was like no dude delete that shit and she just went through and I was like wow no because I, I just it's a force to have it but but yeah it, it or splitting up the timelines I seen people who just straight one timeline, you know what I mean so it, I don't know idiosyncrasies I guess that's what my no, I don't know. I'll think of a word later on, but I yeah, idiosyncrasies about editing um now we we talked earlier about your production house um uh-huh. because you call it primary focus studios and you said that's yeah. maybe for your photography or- that's for
1: photography uh, and for people, that you know, just because uh, I just felt like if you called it Nacho Cinema, people are like, oh, I'm not gonna go. Who the heck is Nacho Cinema? You know, <laughs> until until Nacho Cinema is something, then yeah, then they'll do that. They'll be like, the, oh, you got like you like Troublemaker Studios, you know, or whatever. Yeah. But, but yeah, I was like, yeah, you know, starting out, if somebody wants to use me, yeah, I'll get, I'll call it Primary Public Studios. So that way it'll be. Um, it, it it's kind of something along the same lines, like. I wanna make this my primary focus. I wanna be doing film and, and photography as for my for my living. That's what I wanna do, you know. And then but you could all say, you know, where our clients are our primary focus. You know, I had all kinds of different ideas for it, you know.
0: Okay. No, I, I got a question because you keep saying this is what I wanna be doing in my life. And this goes I'm gonna get a little bit deep here. Okay. As far as like us as veterans. And even you know, going into the, the creative aspect of it and having to deal with certain, I guess, emotional states and yada and so forth. And like I said, being a big procrastinator, how does it all play into who you are as a filmmaker? Because a lot of times we do have to deal with as veterans and it's Veterans Day, so I guess I'll hit on it. As veterans, yeah. we have to deal with mental blocks. Or even those days that when I just I can't deal with shit.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I think I think everybody has those days. Everybody has those days where they just like, I don't want to deal with it. I just want to just stay in bed all day. Um I soda. Um yeah, it's just how would you do it? And, huh, I I'm like, where's the question in there exactly?
0: Like, what, uh, like your, 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 um, I guess, have you had those days and how do you deal with them? You know what I mean? Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 I'm sure we all like,
1: for me, being like, like, like those, those down days, those kind of like depressed days where you don't want to do anything, that's also kind of like a creative time in my mind for like, I kind of like it sometimes. So I don't like, I don't want to be depressed all the time, but, but sometimes I kind of feel more creative during that. Like I listen to different music or, or read a book, you know, what I do need to do. I haven't read anything in a long time. I watch, I spend too much time on things like this, you know, watching, <laughs> watching people to you'd watch people cast podcasts or, or just, dude, you, I waste hours just on like little freaking videos. It's like, like 30 second videos, but I've obviously done like an hour's worth of time on 30 second videos. So that's yep. a lot of just, I, I do see myself getting less um, attention span from that. And I think that's the problem with the world. But but going back to it, it's just, yeah, you're going to have your down days. You got to have, like, friends. You got to have your buddies that, like, check on you or that you can call. And and that's one of the reasons I like filming. It just keeps my mind off of just, like, negative stuff. I'm just, I'm, oh, we're going to film this today? Cool. I, got, I know what I'm going to do today. I'm going to go out there and film today. Like, you've seen the films we make with, like, with Brett and the stuff I do on my own. I'm just busy, all, like it's pretty much busy all the time, even, but that film stuff does not feel like work. Film stuff does not feel like work. Work yeah. work is work. You go into work and you're like, oh, I gotta do this. And it's just monotonous. Film stuff does has not, we'll be working all weekend, like all day long and tired, but ready yeah. to go. And it does not feel like work at all. Like that's, that's what I, when I say I want that, I want that. Yeah. I want to be able, What want to be working somewhere and doing the stuff I love, and where like it just just you make enough money so I can like you know survive, but I want that kind of feeling. I, I like I like the work that I do right now is kind of like paperwork kind of stuff, and it's never it never ends. You don't get a, whew, I'm done. You know you never like I like mowing the yard. You mow the yards, you can start from the beginning. You see the work you're doing, and then you got a clean yard afterwards. This stuff is like the grass is growing right after I mow it. You know, my regular (laughs) job is
0: like I go through it like it's just still cut. It's like, oh man, you know, it's crazy. That is true because most people who work nine to five jobs are like, fuck, dude. I'm. When's five o'clock getting here? We're on film sets, and I've been on film set where it's like, dude, we were, we passed that twelve hour mark. You're physically exhausted. You're like, fuck it, dude. We got one more, one more shot. Just one more shot and that turns into another 3 4 hours and before you know you're at 18 hour mark you're like fuck dude yeah and then you just go home and you're like dude sweat marks have sweat marks but yep. you're happy you're 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 mentally exhausted but you're so drained and you're like fuck yeah i feel accomplished
1: yes yes and that's that's what i want i want that feeling making my own film you know my own feature i'll be like yeah we finally did it but i'm always going to be i'm always going to be like like I don't know how like you do it. Like you're showing your film, and and people are there, like, like when we were watching your film at that theater, that one speaker like basically right above me or up to, was yeah. <laughs> the whole time. And I was like, for me as a filmmaker, uh, I would be like, why? I'd be like, why is that speaker messed up?
0: <laughs> Bro, my anxiety was <laughs> off the fucking roof, and and my yeah. wife complains about this stuff because she's like, dude, you've already done the film. They're here to watch it. I'm like, I know. But it, that's part of the process because if they yeah. leave, not uh, like they didn't see the film because of that stupid speaker, then I didn't do my job, you know? It's like, and so my anxiety is always off the roof at the premieres or at screenings. And I'm like, fuck, dude, so yeah.
1: No. Yeah, plus, oh, go ahead, go ahead, sorry. No, no, go. No, plus I noticed with these film festivals, the different theaters, like, like the sound, but also the projection they act yeah. they, they it's like oh it's too like you go watch the film like man he was too blown out the film is too too bright and then you're like no oh, mean what I, it's not that way you know and I see, you you see the file you're like oh or it's too dark you know and it's like it's the it's the projection not the thing but the audience doesn't know they yeah. go and just see, they just assume the theater's perfect and what I see is, and the sound and an audio is going to be what these guys did and then when you
0: watch it it's like
1: Dude, that's
0: not hard. We did it. <laughs> <laughs> dude, we had one where we screened it. And I don't know why. The colors were off. And it looked like it was green. Yeah. I was like, oh, my gosh. It looks so green. Like, everybody looks sickly. And and I'm, like you said, faded looking. And I was like, man, come on. But I I, I was happy to be at the festival. I'm not yeah, going to say what yeah. festival this was. But yeah, yeah. it was like, dude, they, they could have put it a little bit. Just calibrate the colors. Calibrate. you know. <laughs>
1: yeah yeah but that's the that's the like things you gotta get when you have when you have those or like like your audience isn't gonna they don't know what your stuff truly looks like
0: yeah, you know? yeah I have a question for you on that too, and I asked this to everybody dealing with criticism because again like and and there's no big secret Sil rabbit everybody either hates it or loves it there there's yeah. I don't think there's any real happy medium with seal rabbit it's, no. And, and and it's hard because as a filmmaker, you're either going to take that to heart or it's just like, fuck it, whatever. You, how do you take criticism when it, it happens? Like, dude, like, let's say, work out. I'm pretty it's sure like, oh, it's a <laughs> shitty movie. You know, the special effects are crap. You know, the mask, you know, it's a mask because you can see the line where, how do you deal with shit like that?
1: Oh, man, it's going to be tough it's gonna to be tough, but you're gonna be like, uh, I don't know. I'm gonna to have to because I I see criticism and I see stuff. These are all films I'm helping working on, but like I am not like the whole hundred percent got like the idea. So I don't think I'm as close to the idea for like like say French films. Like I'm not as close to the idea. Like I didn't create it, so I don't feel. But but then sometimes you get like I do like Lady, Lady Lawman has some different reviews and different things on there. And, and they're like, oh, it looks like a bunch of friends got together and just filmed the western. Or like, oh, or they complain about like, um, like the props. You know, we got these like, like kind of older style, like metal pants and stuff like that. Or even the the saddles, people are like, oh, nobody had new stuff, nothing was ever new. It should be all old and dirty. And in my mind, I'm like, somebody made new shit back then. <laughs> like, those saddles didn't disappear, you know, as old saddles used to be somebody created Made that battle from by hand, and it was it was you at one point. And you kind of get like mad about that stuff, but I don't think I have enough um criticism pointed directly at me to so totally one hundred percent answer that question. Yeah. I do know I'm going to have to be able to deal with stuff like that. Like like like, us, people are going to say what they're going to say. You know, if the internet is there, and and those people are out there like you said the nitpickers they're going to be like oh this doesn't have this or this you know they're just like wa- watching the movie for for not uh not for enjoyment but to more to criticize more to pick apart sometimes yeah. they're there to enjoy a film they're there to just like mm, this wasn't done right or this wasn't done right you know stuff like that
0: how do you, so how it's, you- it's really tough for me <laughs> So, how do you watch movies? Do you watch it from the filmmaker's point of view, or you sit there, like you said, and just enjoy the film? I go for enjoyment. I go for
1: enjoyment. Uh, I also go for like, like, like learning. Like, I want to. Oh, what do these guys do? Like, for your film, I was like, oh, what did what did he do on on like because I, I saw your uh, your zombie one and the Sacred Mask one. Yeah, and I was like, how did he do it? I was like, oh, cool. You know, I could do that. Like, you had in in the Sacred Well. In your zombie one you have a, a longer driving sequence and they're talking in the car. Yeah. And then you have the Figger mask. It's like, "Oh, he still likes these drives. He still likes the driving sequences." But I think in the first one, I think you did a green screen. Yes. Whereas I think Figger mask was actual film driving footage. It yes. wasn't green screen. Is this what at least what I think.
0: Yeah. I no. Yeah.
1: I was like, "Oh, he changed it. He changed it up." But but yeah, yeah, it just I just go for like 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 um not like it's a, a bad thing or anything, but the other film that's super film, their sound. Can you still hear me?
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. It's like the way I put my headphones on, it got a lot more quieter. Um the sound in that movie was all up front. Like everything, like you talked about leveling. Like yeah. I don't think there was leveled. I think every everything was like right in the front, right? Yeah. Like it was the, the steps on the gravel walk same as the level of the talking same as everything was it seemed like it was all coming right at you from the very front and I was trying I just want to try to enjoy the film for the film like hey this is the kind of movie I want to make guy in a costume you know killing people but it was just something as as the filmmaker part of us so like he was like oh I can't let that I can't let that stupid sound go <laughs> you know <laughs> but finally I did finally I just like okay this is how it is this is how it is and then I, I did enjoy the movie, uh, you know, but it's still tough to kind of watch the movie without kind of going, you know, oh, it's this or that. But it's also cool to see how it's done by other people, to see it done differently. Like, oh, OK, that that yeah. came out pretty cool, you know. So, yeah, yeah, it's just going to be. It, yeah, that's how, that's how I, I usually I go in for a movie to watch a movie for enjoyment. If it's like a big budget Hollywood movie, I definitely want to enjoy the movie. But sometimes I feel when I go in with lower expectations, when I'm not expecting the movie to be good, I like it better. You know, sometimes, you know, just like, I, or, or that's why I like watching independent stuff because you really don't have, you don't have like a big celebrity that mm-hmm. you know that celebrity's gonna make it all the way through the film. You know, like, oh, this guy isn't gonna die; he's gonna survive the whole thing. Whereas independent, you're like anything, anything could happen. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So that's what. I, I'm about enjoying a film. I want to be able to come out of the film and go, oh, that was cool. I like this part or that kind of thing.
0: That's awesome. So what's your favorite genre of films? Oh, man.
1: So favorite genre to watch probably like comedy or like horror and comedy is like my favorite. Like say like American Werewolf in London. I yeah. love that one. But I love The Thing, you know, or Halloween. So a lot of a lot of horror stuff. I pretty much like all of it, like 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 um there's different things like i wanted and that's another aspect that was in this other movie that i was like crap i kind of like because i kind of miss those movies they like hey we need to make seventy thousand dollars to save the house that we need to do this to do you know like you had those movies where they just like you know i think there was breaking to electric boogaloo where they had to like make money to save somebody's house or to yeah. where all the kids come out and i was like i need to put that in the movie i don't see that in the movies and that Chupacabra I'm like they had a little bit of that or they had like they had an 50k to save somebody like that old pink stand or whatever that place yeah. I think that yeah and uh I was like oh I can't totally use that but I was like I still could because I wasn't copying there but you know how you feel like oh I can't use that because I'm copying but I you know that was just a, an idea but yeah pretty much dude I'm I'm the eighties you know wait, what were we called? last week like no one was home we just yeah, watched last everything key kid. last week kids like my parents weren't home at the house we had cable with my dad and stepmom took us to the movies every weekend like yeah. every weekend we were at the north north northwest 14 or northwest 10 Then it became 14 and i don't know what it is now but right there off of 10 and 10 and 410 okay we were yeah we were always at that theater like all the time watch class of the titans Superman, saw, like everything I watched at that theater yeah. for the longest time. Did
0: y'all yeah. have that cable box with the little slider on the top that went all the way to ninety nine? Yeah,
1: when you were the controller for your dad, like, oh, you know, you go back and you move it. Yeah, yeah. I'm old school. We had the we had the one of the, our first VCR was a Quasar with a what was it? Was it called the remote? It was a remote, but it was wired. It was a it was like. The remote was a wire that went to the back and you could like pause and play and stuff like that. And remember the movie um, by Disney, uh, Dragon Slayer? Yeah. Yeah. That's the first movie I recorded on a VHS tape with that, that Dragon Slayer
0: movie. That's great. Yeah. I, yeah. I've even, never seen the remote. I'm going to have to look that, that
1: up. Cause yeah. That... It, was, it was a Quasar. Let's look at Quasar, like 1980 something, 82, probably, 83. But the remote was not like a, a like, you know, radio, it didn't send a signal, it was a cable that went to the back, like you remember those little remote, they would call it remote control cars yeah. but it would have like, a wire Elite, and you could, yeah. you could, guess what this looked like, it was the
0: same thing that's crazy, yeah, I'm going to have to look that up because I've never seen that one before now, oh, what yeah? films, what what films, or what type of genre films do you like to work on best? oh man, because I hate documentaries
1: yeah, I, well I've never done a documentary, I don't mind watching them I've never worked on one, so I don't know. Uh you worked on Mountain's films, you kind of like like techno-sci-fi, what do you call it, cyberpunk kind of thing. Kind of more detective. Um, this is what he likes to do. And I don't mind working on, on any of that. I've worked on, a, well, like a horror. I've worked on, a, I don't know if this would be kind of like drama. Drama. Some alien, an alien movie called Abduction. Um, Abduction, which abduction it's abduction i worked with this other guy brett wilson um abduction of the fourth kind it was it was a couple years ago i think he got it on 2d and it's starting to uh starting to gain stuff it's okay. um the favorite part in there is the part that i filmed by myself of the alien abduction in my friend's garage i think that's my favorite part of it <laughs> <laughs> the rest of it i'm like hey you know it's a, it's a little different but that one is that one that one looks like a that one looks like Oh, like you show that trailer, you're gonna watch that. Want to see that movie?
0: <laughs> oh, I'm gonna to have to freaking. Now you said abduction, abduction of the fourth kind.
1: It's another. This is a first time filmmaker. Um, there's a lot of stuff I was trying to say. Hey, we need to do this and we need to do that, but then I kind of just like, hey, I'll just be quiet and I'll just help film.
0: It's hard sometimes. Yeah. Oh, this was back yeah. in two thousand and twenty-two. Yep. Yeah. All right, I'll watch it later. I'm I'm not gonna <laughs> watch it right now. I just have to pull it up that way I don't forget to watch it. <laughs>
1: okay. Um, yeah, I have. I helped. I helped this other film called The Race Within. We did some stuff, and I actually have to watch the final product because I I don't know if they use. They've had me go back and film some some like plate for the green screen, and then I actually filmed a couple sequences with the creature. And that one, that one is in the trailer too. And again, that was filmed in a garage. Like if you if you look at the trailer for yeah. uh, the Race Within, there's a trailer scene where the where like the the lights behind her and her hair's flying, and they do something with her face. I was like, they did some more to her face. They digitally enhanced her face, but I'm like I did that scene. I was like, hey, my scene made the trailer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so this, uh, uh, the Race Within. Night yeah. Watchman Tech conspiracy Serial rabbit seven so those are your 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 attributes yep yep so I'm gonna have to watch at least the the abduction of the fourth kind <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty badass <laughs> I, I, I don't know man it's it's crazy because yeah when once we left school. It was one of those like yeah I had that hunger that I, I had to get on set on any set like you said, and yep. I was just like. The bad thing was when you pimp yourself out to get into the film industry, and I think that's what most people don't realize that in order to get into the industry, you kind of have almost have to sell yourself, be <coughs> you accepted, and then once you get once you're there, you're like okay cool now what, and I think that's yeah. where you're at you're at that empath where you're like now what, you know what I mean, yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, no, but Brett, Brett is pushing me. He's like, "Hey, man, we gotta get your own, we gotta get your own, you know, do your own film." And he's like, "He hopes say he'll, um, he'll, he'll, he'll do the finance. He'll, he'll produce it." And I'm like, "Cool," but I, I, I definitely want his help, but I kind of want to try to see how much of it I can do. Like, I don't know. This is where I'm at. I'm like, should I say, "Hey, okay, Brett, I want you to help me," but I also want, I want to do this camera work, most of this, or or if I should, or should I just totally direct, you know, like it's that crazy, like, you know, he, cause, cause I only get to do camera work on some of Brett. Brett's like really got his vision. He wants when he wants, and he can move Damn. really fast. When he wants. So I'm there. I filmed a couple sequences by myself, uh, for him, at different levels, but it's just kind of like background stuff, you know? Um, but, but yeah, I'm just like, no, oh, I want to film it. The editing, definitely I want to help on editing. <laughs> I think yeah. he will be way faster editor than I would.
0: But, I okay, so let me ask you this because th- 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 this is something interesting that I have to post oh. only because as, as a filmmaker, if somebody's going to offer me to finance my first film, I'd be like, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. But at the same time, I want the experience, like you said, I want that experience of, and and, and I tell this, When I was, I've I've talked to people because they invited me to talk to a class at school. Mm -hmm. Like, what's the the biggest thing you hate? And I'm like, the biggest thing I hate is when people tell you or you see these YouTube videos like 10 things a first time filmmaker should not do, Uh, 20 things filmmakers suck at that you should avoid. And I'm like, why? Fucking do it. Yeah. Mistakes. That's the best thing to do is like, all my films especially the lvz i learned so much crap that i should not have done that i knew like you said i watched the stupid videos and and i did all this stuff and i watched those little 30 second spots and all that but i still ended up doing them but i think because of that i actually learned and my second film hopefully is better than my first show but i don't know it's one of those things like yeah you're right it's like Take the money and and get the producer who has the experience of 40 plus films and he, he can make it for me. Or do I want to fucking fall on my face flat and like learn? I don't know.
1: Yeah. Well, I've been learning. I mean, I mean, I've been learning this whole process with through, with Brett, through Brett, like, like, you know, it in in like I said, like it's been like the master sensei. Like, hey, dude, this is like I've learned how to deal with with the talent, with the with the actors who go no, I would hit him this way and I would do that. It would be that fast and it would be over just like that. And we're like, yeah, but if that's, you know, because you're, you're technically you're you're trained for real and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. This is a movie. I was like, you know, this is a movie. We want it to look cool. It's not not be like the real thing. We want it to look cool. Just like, just because a car crashes doesn't mean it explodes every time. Yeah. But in movies, it pretty much does explode every time in a movie because it's a movie, you know, like yeah. things are done. In way because it's a movie you know people want realism they want realistic stuff but then they don't realize like well if you showed us a realistic movie it wouldn't be as exciting as over the top you know
0: Yeah, it's like fight scenes don't make that <laughs> yeah. I've yeah. never been in a fight or have been around a fight where you hear all these cool sound effects when, when somebody hits a punch or whatever I'm like hmm I wonder if real life would be like
1: that <laughs> you remember I feel like the first movie that started doing that, or the first movie I noticed the loud noises on or the punches, was Action Jackson. You remember hmm. Action Jackson? And it was like, <gasps> I was like, what the heck? That was like
0: really loud, you know, like a gunshot. It wasn't yeah. just a punch. Yeah, because if you watch Rocky, it's 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 a fucking boxing movie. I don't think, and maybe I don't know. I could be wrong, but I don't think or remember the whole the loud,
1: yeah. You know? no, no think it came maybe by rocky four maybe maybe but but not the first rocky was more just you know it was like like they maybe they were punching the meat like he was when he was back you know <laughs> you know it <laughs> wasn't super loud like explosive punches you know i think tango and cash was another one where they used a shit ton of like like power in the punches and things like that
0: it's like ne- the the next level would be the batman you know how the old he was like pow cow yeah yeah. Oh, my goodness. But yeah, no, so, See, so,
1: so huh? Go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, that's the kind of stuff I want people to come out from my film or to remember, like, oh, man, I remember when they did this? And, you know, that kind of like, just have those memories, you know, just, just, like, you know, cause I like Tango Cast. I like those, just the different things about those movies. that's just been years and I still remember that craziness. Action Jackson, you? Yeah.
0: We remember that Jackson. I don't. Or, think our, I don't think this generation has any of those movies, or much less can those movies even be made in this generation? To where you're like, get away with some of the shit that we got away with watching. Yeah.
1: We need to try to re. Well, we can't remake it, but we need to make a movie like. Um, oh shoot! I went. The name went blank on me. Uh, the Last Dragon.
0: oh uh, the Blue real <laughs> Bruce Leroy, yeah.
1: yeah, man, that's a great movie. That's like what these guys got glowing power
0: in their karate masters and stuff. Yo. Yeah, showed up, showed up. But you know what though, you can't get away with some of these jokes anymore. And and like I I like watching Sarah Rabbit because he pushes the envelope a lot, and mm-hmm. and it it goes back to again it's a movie. You're supposed to be entertained. It's not political. It's not nothing. You just laugh. Just laugh at the stupid joke. It's a stupid joke. That's all it is. You know, it's not racist. Well, yes, it is racist, but it's not meant to, like, oh, I hate all black people. No, it's not.
1: Yeah. It's not coming from hate. It's coming from just trying to be funny. Stuff we think is funny, you know, and and like said, everybody's too like, oh, they're too sensitive. Plus, I hate the people that get sensitive on behalf of somebody else. I'm like, man, why are you even getting mad? It's not even, <laughs> you know, it's like, you, you know, oh, my gosh, it's just so much different stuff. You know, like I, I get, um I get my kids, you know, oh, uh, just different things. <laughs> I just get them angry at different things. I'm like, man, why, that's just a person, you know, why do I, how come? I have to call this person the he she or this or that. How come their right outweighs my right? Like, hey, can't yeah. I, why can't my opinion work? You know,
0: I was I was uh after I watched the movie, I walked up to Kiki and he's like, dude, uh, he asked me a question. I'm like, bro, that Indian guy, the worst portrayal of a Native American. I take that so so <laughs> like. He's like, huh? I'm like, I'm joking with you, man. I'm <laughs> because he kind of overplayed the Indian just a little bit and I was like uh-huh. okay I see where he's going with this it's a western film so you have to do you have to follow the genre etiquette you know what I mean yeah it's like yeah yeah it's a western yeah <laughs> that's how they were
1: I mean yeah yeah it was cool okay you want oh man let me go talk to you offline on this part of that movie I don't know I want to ask you for like there's a scene in there. That I feel like eh, we could cut the scene. Like when they're just talking about the land and this and that.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I know what you're talking about. Um, yeah. Maybe, and this is I don't know. If you want, we can we can go backtracking. And, and I think sometimes the the message overplays in the film, and that's when it takes you out of the film. Yeah, and this happens in a lot of films, um, not just brats and or 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 in that specific scene because i think i did it too in oh, i can't remember what it was but it, it yeah you, as a filmmaker you always have a message you have an underlying message you, you want to tell regardless yeah, yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. you know what i mean um and i think sometimes we kind of butter that 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 bread a little bit too much and and we lose our audience because that that butter's a little too thick you know what I mean
1: yeah. um
0: but I don't know it it all depends on the filmmaker if he's comfortable with doing it or not and I know again Brett, Brett doesn't give a fuck. he's gonna tell you <laughs> he's gonna do it how he wants to do it and that that that's the that's the trick of his films you know what I mean you're you're on for the ride and just enjoy it uh, but when yeah. he gets to certain points he he wants to make sure that you got that point um but I know as a filmmaker I I I I've made that mistake though. Um, and somebody's told me he's like, dude, you gotta cut it out because it's like you could really tell where your message and the film message kind of diverted and it took you out of that film. So I know with Sacred Mass I had to take out a couple of things, but again, I also get in trouble for Sacred Mass because one of the biggest things that the they they told me was the fact that there's a a lot of how can i say i abuse women a lot, <laughs> <laughs> and so it could be taken negatively um and so that i was told that um and i was like okay um i didn't that way but i see it now <laughs> where mm-hmm. i'm abusing the crap out of my female uh actresses uh, several mm-hmm. times <laughs> but again it goes back to yeah. the genre etiquette you know it's like
1: yeah, that was the story. Like, oh, well, hey, they they just if there's there's no story, if there's no if that stuff that happens
0: to them doesn't happen to them, you know, it's yeah. just like yeah. I mean, yeah, no. <laughs> well, it's just okay. For example, it's just like Double Seven. Um, then they they want to revamp what Double Seven is because uh-huh. you know he's very misogynistic. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 and, and machoism and all that good, shit. but again, he's 007. I don't think you could have 007 story without certain things that Attic. are, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, um, he's not Tom, Tom Cruise, who MI6 or whatever, but even then, he's the same way in, in his. You know, he's a little misogynistic, you know, actually, no, he's very misogynistic in his films, (laughs) at least for the spy films. But again, it goes back to that genre ethics of or etiquette of having the spy who's a womanizer. Um, he, He uses everything to his benefit because that's who he is. He's a spy. Yeah. So I don't know.
1: Yeah. I hadn't thought about that stuff, but but well cuz i grew up with all that stuff i grew up with all of that stuff where where you know the 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 guys were macho and they just you know did whatever and and you know this the, the boundaries were set a certain way i guess the i guess stuff does move and stuff does change
0: yeah and
1: then like i always go back to um the the movie i am legend but i read the book in the book like if you ever read the book i am legend and it's somewhere it's in the movie as well
0: mm-hmm.
1: in the book people start turning into like vampires and doing stuff and he goes around and he's killing everybody because they're vampires yeah right but it turns out later they evolved to like they were the monsters but they evolved to a society and he's killing them still because he's like hey they're monsters Yeah. <laughs> He became the monster. That's why he's legend. I am legend because because I'm killing, you know, I'm the monster now. I'm not the one, like, I'm, I'm old society, and this is new society, and, and they're, they're all vampires, so they're not monsters anymore. They're the norm. Yeah. I'm not the norm, and that's why I see. I'm like, dang. I just see that for life. I'm like, man, you get older, and the generation after you changes up how they think. And then your way of thinking is not the same. Just like 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 your grandparents probably would say certain words that you would never say, right? Yeah. And then you will say words that your children don't like you to say. But and you slowly change. And you know, those words, the words are still there. The words are just different. Like like i mess with my kids. he was it's like, hey man, you guys want some glizzy? You even know what a glizzy is?
0: No, what's a glizzy? What a-
1: glizzy's a hot dog right it might have some other stuff but for the most part a glizzy is a hot dog right you got glizzies you got for real for real you got uh, all this different way to talk and my kids hate it when i talk to them like that you know like where's like, that on- from right
0: like, where, where do
1: you- dude, yeah dude it's just it's just go it's going around it's like, you know tiktok instagram just look up the word glizzy like i said it I- at <laughs> a restaurant and there was a, a younger uh, one of my nephews, no, 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 one of my cousin's daughters, and and we're at a Mexican restaurant, Amitieras, and I was like, I wonder if they got glizzies around here, and she's like, what? And then and then I was like, does it mean anything else? I was like, I just think it is hot dogs. She's like, no, no, it's hot dogs, but it could be other things, you know? But Glizzy's, for the most part, is hot dogs. I don't know, I don't think it means anything else right now. All right, it might, but I only know the hot dog version of it. Yeah, for real, for real. I think fam. All right, fam. Come on, fam. You know, cap, cap, no cap. All that stuff. <laughs>
0: I'm gonna, yeah. I mean, you said it said where he is In most cases, it's simply straightforward way to refer to a hot dog itself. Yeah. he's <laughs> <laughs> like I, at work, I'll say, hey, I'm gonna go to
1: Sam's. Does anybody want a glizzy? Because you could get those hot dogs at Sam's yeah. for like a, a a hot dog and a drink for like a dollar forty. And they're like, "Yeah, man!" And they're like, "What's a glizzy? What's a glizzy?" And then now I got everybody at work saying, "Are you going to go get glizzy?" <laughs> that is crazy. So yeah, yeah, yeah. that is Yeah, There's all another the language still that's happening. Just kind of like we we're, we're becoming old and we become like I think I'm older than you. I don't know how old you are, but like you're becoming like our terminology, our lingo, which is go. You know, it's still there, but there's new stuff out there. Yeah, and it doesn't always stick. You know, you remember the '80s? You had totally tubular gaggy with this spoof all that stuff. It doesn't yeah. stay around. But what if Lizzie stays, Lizzie becomes hot dog? Like, it's like, that's what it is right, here.
0: right <laughs> now.
1: So You know cap and no cap, right? Cap and no cap, no. No? What the I heck? Just... Man? You, you've been living under a tree? On a rock or something? <laughs> cap? Cap means I'm not lying to you. No, no, no. no. Cap means I am lying to you.
0: If I say no cap, that means it's true. No cap, man. No cap. Really? Yeah, well I, yeah. the the oldest one I remember is Josh and you I'm I'm Josh-ing. Oh, Josh. Oh like that's an old one. Yeah Josh is old. I, yeah. again, I'm old as hell. No, like what was it? Um Riz. Riz. Oh
1: yeah, it's like, hey, that's yeah, how kind of you're smooth. You got your riz going. You can like you of like work, you can like it's like I guess it's like charm, right? Yeah, but Riz. It's,
0: well it uh it's short for uh what is it called? Um Man, I can't remember what it was, but yeah, my kids taught me that one, and I was like, "What?" He's like, "Yeah, Dad, you know that's that's Riz." I'm like, "Okay, whatever." I- just
1: just tell them something, tell them something true, and then say "No cap" at the end and watch their faces, you know? Because because "No cap" means like like no bullshit, no bullshit yeah. for real, right? So so you just tell them something and be like, "Yeah, yeah, no cap, man." Me and your mom used to go, you know. Beat up people on whatever you know, whatever you're gonna say, but just say no cap at the end and watch watch their faces. I'm gonna have like, to do
0: that. <laughs> if,
1: you say, if you say no cap, they're like no cap, no cap, and then add fam at the end. No cap fam, you know, because like their family. No cap fam, you know, their their faces are gonna be like, what the hell is wrong? Don't talk. They're gonna tell you, They're gonna tell you what my kids said. Like, don't talk like that. Nobody talks like that. I'm like, well, you know what I'm
0: saying. You know what I'm saying. So people yeah, so do probably talk. yeah, people talk like that because you know what I'm saying. Yeah, it's crazy, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so going back to filmmaking. <laughs> no, no cap, cap. Okay. going back to filmmaking. <laughs> huh? Oh my goodness. Um all right. So from here, what's the next thing for you?
1: Uh from here for sure, finish my own script for this uh-huh. wear cow movie, make it kill people throughout this film, make it bloody and then um go from there put it out there for you guys to see and you guys to say either to to laugh or to hey man that came out pretty good whatever you know <laughs> just like i got to put myself out there for 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 the critics so i can see what they say and then like i said i got to see if i can handle it which i think i can handle it you know i'm not i'm not like a little Little kid who doesn't have you know who's never dealt with emotions before, I'll be able to go okay. Yeah, you know, I'll be like, oh yeah, you're right, you're right. That part did suck, or uh, oh come on man, I don't like that part. You don't like that part, you know that kind of thing. Yeah. So, yeah. I was like, yeah, okay, because like it's like you're just going up and telling a joke. Sometimes the joke doesn't hit all the time. <laughs> Sometimes it bombs and it's bad, and you're like, uh, okay, I can see why it's bad. Or you yeah. could go, oh, oh, well, I didn't think it was that bad. I guess it's not your style of humor or whatever, you know. Just, just you've met me, know me enough to where I'm just about trying to have fun. I just want to have fun. I don't want to, uh, I'm not trying to, just, to, right now, I'm not trying to like make people have an emotional adventure and cry. I'm more about like, I'm just trying to make people laugh.
0: Nice, nice. I like that because a lot of times, yeah, again, going back to we have a message, we always have a subvert message we want to tell. But if all you want to do is just entertain people, that that's even better because. You have no. You're not going at this with that state of mind that you have to make sure something goes in there because you know that makes all the difference and yada yada so forth. All that bullshit as a filmmaker that we overthink and yeah. overprocess. And you're like, you didn't get that? You didn't see that that one thing in the scene that I left that you know Easter egg and that means so much. And dude, I don't give a fuck. It, it was a great movie. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, you said by January. So I'm going to hold you to this because I'm, I'm going to talk okay. with you. By January, you said you're going to finish writing your film. Uh, hopefully, you're ready to start filming in January. I want
1: to finish it before the end. I'm going to finish the script before the end of the, before, before December. before Because I'm going to, my birthday is December 31st. So before my birthday, I want a script done. I want to start prepping, you know, thinking about where I'm going to film. and And then hopefully start filming in January.
0: All right, so Joey, All right. it's
1: we, on film. You got it recorded.
0: Yeah, on film, noobs. Everybody's gonna like hold you to it. Come January, I'll, I'll give everybody progress reports. Yeah, like, yeah, Joey, Joey's waiting to finish writing his movie. Um, but, but this Don't will count. help us. It'll help us and help you. One, to help us through the process of making a, fe- a feature film. First-time filmmaker. Um, which this is the first time because normally I get guys who have stuff in distribution and we talk about the distribution process and whatnot. So with you, we'll let we'll take it differently with the fact that we're taking it the process from the beginning to the end. So hopefully this time next year, we'll be talking about your distribution process. Um, fingers crossed, because yeah, Joey, I'm gonna hold you to it. So as okay. a buddy, I'm gonna hold you to that motherfucker and be like, hey, dude, one year. Where are we at? You know what I mean?
1: We'll, we'll be done. We'll be done. We're going to make it. Cool, <laughs> cool,
0: So, real quick, before we wrap up, um, any shout-outs?
1: Any shout-outs? Uh, just check out notsosame.com. Watch the Long Shot on podcast if you're interested. That's Long Shot on YouTube if you guys are interested in making films. This kind of gives you a breakdown on how to make a film. There's about eight, I think ten episodes of of just from behind the scenes, I and mean, then you got your boring. You, sometimes it's boring, sometimes it's not boring. But you're beginning, your pre-production, writing things or planning—that's not always like shit.
0: Yeah, you got fun.
1: Seven, huh? Seventeen so far. Seventeen episodes. Crap! I can't. Remember. He's like you say he's prolific. He, he's like he's like, hey, where's the footage from from the the festivals? I was like, ah, I I took some here. I, I took mostly photos. He's like, just give me whatever you got. I was <laughs> like, okay. So because he crazy, wants to dude. add festival yeah dude this dude is this dude is always working he's always working on films and this man lives lives and loves filmmaking
0: yeah i couldn't man. keep up with that's i know i felt him on that and and i'll admit it and you know the fact that i felt through because I, I just couldn't keep up he the way he does things and the way he thinks and processes shit I couldn't keep up with it because I am a noob. I am I'm I'm a novice and I want to kind of take my time in learning the process and failing along the way because I think that's more fun. Um but yeah, dude, I'm sorry, I'll cut you off.
1: <laughs> no, it's the same thing. It's the same thing I did. Like I've been going, but I, I, I've been on all the sets. Basically like I said I'm learn every time I go out, every film we do, I learn something. If you watch the Night Watchmen, we built all those sets. Like I never built a set before. We built all the sets in that Night Watchman series, and in that one 1500 square foot place, we basically made 21 different sets, and just him and I, just him and I, oh, we did have a, a Moni. Uh, I can't remember her last name. Moni. Um, she has a like painting in Love Studios. She painted the walls. Like we'd come in there and she'd paint the walls for us, and we do this this interior as a different interior. Yeah. Paint the walls. You know, but it was just like, just learning that, I was like, man, we go through, like, I feel like those sets are not the greatest, but they're not horrible. I feel like they 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 stand with, like, you know, 80s movies. Uh, I mean, they could stand it. They're good. They're decent. I was like, hey, this is music. You came out goddamn cool. Especially, like, the bar set. If you ever watch this go, the Night Watchmen looking where they're in the bar. That one came out totally badass. And, like, I, no, I didn't build the bar by myself. We built a bar. Um, but like I painted that room and we the had the yeah. ideas how it is I was like hey we should have a rear projecting, and we did it it, it looks cool as hell I was like it looks like a bar looks cool as, it looks cool
0: it like actually a, like did crazy. so yeah heads out to you I, I thought it was actually filmed at a little dive bar when not so, so it's just, no uh,
1: no a little pizza place was in the front the bar was there the, the office the office was the premier area the office space was like the best like the watchman office that was like that was the like, if you look at the Washington office on the wall where it looks like wood flats,
0: all it is is painted brown with yeah. a black marker, <laughs> black paint going down. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Well, shit, y'all did something like that um, with, uh, with. Which one is it? I think it is still rabbit with um, uh, the confessional. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, yeah, that would just... the behind the scenes for the confessional. Guys, if, if um, y'all need to go check out the long shot on YouTube because you see a lot of behind the scenes kind of secrets and they are badass. but yeah, the confessional on the film, the way it was done. I like that. I really like that. So it looks like
1: a confessional, right? It does. I, was like, I was like, Oh, we just need to buy some lace or something and we shine a light through and Brett bought that, bought that stuff at party city. And then we were just trying to figure out the best way. And then we're like, Oh, we put that snoot on there and it direct a light right through it. I yeah. was like, man, that looks that looks like a freaking church. That looks like a church thing.
0: It does. It it <laughs> movie magic. So yeah. Um, where can we find you on the um the, the digits?
1: The digits? Uh I have primary focus videos on Instagram, which I need to use more. I have it on Facebook as well. And then I have I also have it on YouTube, but I just don't post as much stuff on there. But I, I've been thinking about it, I need to start doing more things of just I have so many different stupid random thoughts. I was just gonna start doing stuff um, like that. Morning, just just do it.
0: I'm holding you accountable, Joey.
1: All right, I'll start doing it. You better you gonna be one of uh, one of my subscribers to subscribe, and then I'll start doing more.
0: As a matter of <laughs> fact, look, what, primary focus, right
1: or primary? Yeah, from focus studios. I think I don't know have like what forty five people or something because I don't put anything on there anymore. I need to though.
0: Um oh primary focus duty primary.
1: I'll go put my face on there. I think I have a picture of a tree or something.
0: Yep, yeah, picture <laughs> of a tree. Yep. <laughs> 51 subscribers. All right, so you're gonna be 52. No, I actually am a subscriber. Oh, you already are. Okay, yes, sir. So cool. Well, only 51 still. <laughs> All right, so this is our goal, guys, for film noobs. If we could get Joy to 60 subscribers in this next month. Actually, oh, be cool. yeah, if we could get him 60 by next month. That'd be badass. That that's gonna um, push him as a filmmaker to start making more content and get his ass off the fucking damn chair, the procrastination chair, and on writing his next film. So we're gonna support you that way, bro. Oh thanks, man. It's a comfortable chair, though, man. It's a comfortable <laughs> and, and I can't say I'm totally
1: on the procrastination chair. I'm like I guess like it, maybe it's a, an excuse chair. I'm honing my skills to do this thing. Like I, I you know, I want it to look good and I've been I, have, I am procrastinating, but I am working towards it still. You know what I mean? You know what I'm yeah. gonna say? Like I am still oh yeah, I got the lenses, I got the camera, I got the lights, I got the the different different just all the different aspects of filmmaking. You even have a
0: suit. Yeah.
1: You the suit for your for your for yeah. your workout yeah, we got the snoot. I got, I, I bought that one for Brett. I have my own. I got the snoot. I got, I got I got everything. I, I, I'm I gonna, I'm gonna, the one thing I tell Brett, I think we need, but Brett, that's his style. He says that's his style. I was like, I feel like we need more, we need more lighting and like maybe more, um, what's the word? Diffused lighting. He's like, no, I like the hard shadows because I kind of like that style. I was like, okay, okay, that's your style. My style is not going to be wholly harsh shadows. I want I want it I want the scene to look
0: yeah
1: a little more just a little softer a little you know i want more separation between the actor and like the background
0: yeah
1: i I, i'm afraid i might get too. uh what's the what is it like like did you watch that one movie with the the uh, the zombies in, in vegas um i feel like they shot that whole i think they shot most of that movie on a 50 millimeter um
0: oh you're talking about the new one on netflix yeah 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 Yeah, he shot it it's, on uh I think it was like a eighteen mil or something that no no I think it was the eighteen maybe he shot he very had a very shallow depth of field for that film yeah. it was a yeah, point ton- point eight or something like that Fucking, yeah. uh stop on it and that's all he shot it on yeah yeah I, I don't want
1: to do it highly like that but I do kind of like that but I don't want to go overboard on
0: that you know, yeah. you know yeah, I think yeah. he went overboard on that especially for a zombie flick. I yeah. think a little bit too, too far with that really shallow depth of field. Cause even when you're focused on somebody and he just moves slightly left, slightly right, it drops off and you're like, uh, okay, I guess. Yeah. Just- yeah. I
1: kind of like it, but like I said, too much, too much. I want I feel like you got to use that for the certain scenes of, of like some emotional shifts going down or whatever, you know, yeah. like, uh, I always kind of like that, you know, when you got the, I think that's why the Western works out really good because you got you, there's no like wall directly behind you. It's really far, so that stuff will be out of focus, you know. Yeah. But then I've seen films where like, it's like it's almost too out of focus. It's almost like 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 oh I feel kind of sick because it's too blurry. <laughs> <You know?
0: laughs> yeah. Nobody. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It it does make sense. You're finding that perfect style for that type of movie, but mm-hmm. I think once you hone it in, bro, it's gonna be badass. But again, you have the costuming, you have the idea, you have somewhat of a story. Joey, I'm going to hold you to it, brother. All right. I
1: might need you to be a victim somewhere along the line. If you want to get murdered or get cow stomped or whatever, you know, we'll, we'll put a horn through you or something. Nice. I definitely want, somebody's going to get a horn through them. And just like in my short film, somebody is going to get that kind of Aliens Ripley where the alien is right there by the face and then tongue. <laughs> the. The actual cow tongue from, you know, wherever I buy it is going to slap someone in the face, you know?
0: <laughs> nice, yes. Yeah. We're definitely going to get all slimy and shit.
1: Yeah, we did that in the film, and then my dad picked the, talcum, the, tal- sorry, the cow tongue off of the ground and washed it off, and we ate it the next day.
0: <laughs> Taquitos and shit.
1: Yeah, we do, at Lengua. It was great, dude. It was great. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Oh man. All right, Joey. <laughs> I do appreciate you coming on board. I know we yeah. can talk about forever and I think my time's way up. Um I okay. I had a great conversation,
1: bro. Thanks for thanks for uh, you know, sorry I forgot the first time, but I'm here now and
0: I had I had a blast. Cool, cool. And again, I'm gonna hold you to it. So I'm gonna bring you back sporadically and see where we're at, man. Um because right. it, it, it one, it keeps you on track and it holds you accountable. But hopefully it motivates you to get that 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 feature film that you need um because I think you have a great idea and I told you that before you have a great idea you're an awesome person you got great fucking sight and you're hungry for it so why not
1: yep we'll do it we'll do it with guys like you pushing me we'll we'll do it I have other people going off like like I said I think I'm finally ready to
0: get off the pot and go do it nice Quit talking, do it <laughs> All right, guys, with that said, thank you, Joey, for being on the podcast um, next week. Hopefully uh, tune in or whenever I, I I don't have a schedule anymore because we've been so busy with everything. But hopefully we get back on track. Um, we get film news back on track um, again, interviewing badass filmmakers like Joey and everybody else that we've had. Um, and we continue to grow our little community here in Texas and everywhere else because it is a small community and until then keep watching film guys he, keep fucking hitting the like on other people's projects because the metadata does matter it helps us build that, that that great community as well as that support for the filmmakers um, so again until next time keep watching films alright see y'all bye thank you, thank you.